I feel like a fake. Like I'm walking around pretending I'm this like high level leader. But if people really knew what was going on behind closed doors, they probably wouldn't think that I'm that great. So this was the fraud frequency that started to come forward for me. Hello, my love, and welcome to the Boldly Courageous podcast. My name is Melissa Martin. I am a business and embodiment coach and creator of the Boldly Courageous community. Just like you, I've walked through some dark seasons in life and I know what it's like to start over again and write a new story. This podcast is here to activate you, to show you what's possible when you embody your power and walk with courage and fear in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. Each week, you will hear authentic conversations with thought leaders and visionaries as we dive deep into topics such as spirituality, business, money, relationships, sexuality, and so much more so that you can fully embody your boldly courageous self. Are you ready? Let's drop in. Hey, real quick before we dive into the episode, I need to let you know about something really, really special to me. So if you're anything like me and you've had this calling on your heart to start a podcast, but you have no idea where to start, I want to introduce you to the incredible team that I have worked with literally from day one of launching Boldly Courageous over at Podcast Co. They have just released a self-paced course called Launch Your Fucking Podcast. This program will literally take you through step by step of launching your podcast from start to finish. You will learn everything about how to create and find the foundation and mission of your podcast, how to come up with the perfect name, get super clear on your audience and the structure of your show. Also, you will learn how to record, how to produce, how to edit, and also hosting, music, creating the perfect cover, and building a successful launch strategy. Basically, by the end of the program, you will have launched a podcast that feels authentic and expansive to you, labeling you as the expert that is ready to impact and grow your audience in whatever phase of life they may be at. So all you have to do is go to the link in the show notes, use code boldly courageous at checkout, and you will get a hundred dollars off the launch your fucking podcast course. So now let's jump into the episode. From a very young age, I became really fixated on money and understanding money. My very first like real job was as a cashier at a grocery store. And then from there, I started as a bank teller at a local credit union. And I became one of the representatives that would open checking accounts and things like that. And when I went to college, my degree was in equine studies, but halfway through, I realized like, I ain't going to make any money doing this. And I switched my major to financial service management. I got a job in a bank. And so right out of college, I started working for a large mutual fund company. So money has been a central theme in my life for years, like since I was, I don't know, 14, 15. And it is truly, I believe, one of the reasons why I incarnated on this planet. Like I came with so much wisdom, but like complete blank slate when it came to money. And it's always this evolving relationship of like uncovering new thoughts and beliefs and my relationship to money and my understanding of how money actually works and an abundance mindset. So 
when I lost my job in 2012, my corporate job, the company that I was a part of reorganized and my division was eliminated. It brought up so much scarcity for me around money, obviously, because I was unemployed, I was collecting unemployment, but I just remember that being a really big catalyst for me to begin my work, to look at my beliefs and my relationship around money, because I was really frustrated. I was feeling really embarrassed. I felt like so much of my self-worth was tied to my net worth so much so that when I started dating my now ex-husband, I had a lot of debt from losing my job and living on my credit cards and living on my retirement and owing taxes. And just, I was in a really difficult place financially. I was so afraid to tell him because I thought that if he knew how much debt I had, that he would break up with me, that I wouldn't be worthy of love. And that it's still very much, I'm very much aware that this is a belief that I operate on today. But when I got into network marketing and I started to get exposed to personal development and mindset work, and I started to understand passive income more, and I started making a lot of money, something that I really did a lot of work around was understanding how energy works, not just like making money, but like really looking at how we view abundance and that abundance is something that is so far outside of just the amount of money that you make. Like you can have an abundance of clothes. You can have an abundance of food. Like the, the, the most beautiful example of abundance is going to the grocery store. When you walk into a grocery store and you look at the abundance of vegetables, like it's, it would be impossible for you to eat everything that's in that grocery store in one day. Like it's an overabundance. And so these are little things that I do even today, whenever I feel myself slipping into lack mindset, I look at all my clothes or I look at my podcast feed. I'm like, I could never listen to all these episodes in one day. There's so much information to learn. I have so many clothes in my closet. There's so much food in my refrigerator. Like I couldn't eat it all. I couldn't wear it all. I couldn't listen to it all. It's just an overflow of abundance. So when I got into network marketing, I became obsessed with helping people break free from debt, break free from living paycheck to paycheck, breaking free from financial stress because I felt like I had broken free from it. But the truth was I hadn't. I was making more money, yes, but I was also spending more. And so even though I had cracked the code on how to make more money, I hadn't necessarily cracked the code on what to do with it once it came in. So I had a very specific energetic set point around spending and like giving and receiving, spending and investing and all this stuff. But I started to see very early on in my network marketing career that the industry in terms of social selling was changing. And I started to realize that I needed to build a personal brand because I didn't want to be known as the supplement girl. I didn't want to be known as the fitness girl. Like those identities didn't align with me anymore. And the reasons why I got into network marketing were not the reasons why I stayed in network marketing. I got into network marketing because I needed money 
but I was doing fitness competitions and it was all about helping people lose weight. But when I started really digging into my own stuff around money and my self-worth and my body, I realized that my motivation for change was driven by pain. And I really wanted to shift that paradigm to be driven by pleasure. And it was less focused on how I looked and more focusing on how I felt. And so I really started to invest a lot of time and energy and money into learning social retailing and learning digital marketing and understanding sales funnels and personal branding. And I began to brand myself as a money mindset coach. I actually started working with a money mindset coach to help me with my own blocks around money. I joined a mastermind and I actually became certified as a money mindset expert. And so a lot of my coaching and teaching became centered around money. However, on a very deep level, I still felt this sense of like imposter syndrome. And I felt like even though I understood a lot of the things that I was teaching conceptually and I could teach it, I wasn't yet embodying it. And But I still didn't understand the depths of imposter syndrome. I didn't have the tools or the awareness around integrity and embodiment. I didn't understand what embodiment was. And so I remember being at, I'll call it a retreat weekend. It was like eight or nine girls. We had gotten together. We'd rented a house in Malibu. And I was sharing with these women that I was feeling like an imposter. I was like, I want to help women like make a million dollars, but how can I possibly talk to other people about making multiple six and seven figures in their business if I haven't made it myself? Like I had this deep sense of like, I'm not worthy. I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not like, because I haven't done it, how could I teach it? And I remember one of the women there, she said something that unlocked something in me, like on a cerebral level. But what I didn't realize at the time was that it didn't unlock something within me on a physical level. And this is really important. Like I want to anchor this for one moment because a lot of us are running around trying to, you know, positive affirmation our way into real change. And we might understand something from a like mental perspective of like, I deserve this or, you know, I am a millionaire. I have a millionaire mind. But if we don't feel it in our body, there is a disconnect, right? So our minds can tell us one thing, but our bodies can tell us another. And for me, that's what happened. So this, this friend of mine, she meant no harm. And there was a lot of truth to what she was saying. She was like, look, think of this as a personal trainer. You physically might not be able to squat 200 pounds, but you know how to teach someone else how to do it. So just because you haven't done it doesn't mean you can't teach and coach others how to do the same. And even though it made sense to me, it still brought up this deep subconscious feeling of being an imposter because I hadn't done it. So therefore, who was I to teach it? And there on a very deep level, it felt out of integrity, but I was still teaching money courses. I was still talking about money. I was still branding myself as a money mindset coach because on a very like cerebral level, I understood it and I can communicate it really well. But what I've come to understand is there is a big difference between knowing and doing. And there are a lot of people out there that know a lot of things and they can teach you what they know. 
But being able to teach something from a place of not what you know, but what you've done is entirely different. And I started to notice this fraud frequency that I was embodying. Like, even though I could posture as a money mindset coach on a very deep level, I felt like a fraud and it felt out of integrity. And although I didn't have the self-awareness then, I do now. This is why I stopped teaching about money. And so if you've been here for a while, you might remember that I talked a lot about money and I branded myself as a money mindset coach and I actually stopped talking about money. Like I actually, oh wow, I'm just remembering this. My very first like program that I ever launched, wow, I didn't expect the conversation to go in this direction, but I want to share this. So the very first like paid program that I ever launched in my business was called Budget Like a Boss. And I was teaching people how to budget money in a completely different way than they'd ever been taught before. Because for me, so much of what I had been taught about budgets was based on restriction. And there was a lot of parallels between budgeting and diet culture where like if you restrict something so much the you're going to rebel right and the same thing would happen to me with money is that i would like be on these really strict budgets and i would love it because i'd have all the spreadsheets and i'd have the plan and then something would happen in my life and i would feel emotional or i would feel sad or a trigger would come up and i would go to target and i would spend a bunch of money to make myself feel better and i was stuck in this pattern So my very first course that I ever created was called Budget Like a Boss, and it combined like the energetics of money with the actual like tools to budget in a way that you could actually stick to. And my very first like ever business that I launched was called Hustle and Woo Woo. Oh my gosh, I'm like really going back. And I I remember this. It was December 5th. I think it was 2017. And I remember it was just December 5th. It might have been 2018. I remember it was just December 5th because it was the anniversary of my sister's passing. And I always love to do things on that date that really like anchored me. And I had had lunch with a girlfriend that day. And I was like, you know, I really think I want to start a blog. And she was like, do it. I was like, I'm going to do it today. I have so many things I want to talk about. And so that night I went on to WordPress and I figured out how to create a a blog and it was called Hustle and Woo Woo. And my very first post was an honor to my sister. And it was talking about life is too short for comfort zones. And so I had been teaching about money and I had understood the the like principles of it, but I still didn't feel fully embodied in it. And I started to notice this fraud frequency coming up where like, I can teach it, but if people really knew what was going on behind the scenes, they probably would lose respect for me. And I remember this fraud frequency also coming into my network marketing team, my network marketing business, where like the way the leadership ranks worked was that like if you were at a certain leadership rank, you were recognized at that, but your business might not actually be performing at that level. And it always felt really icky to me. Like, I feel like a fake, like I'm walking around pretending I'm this like high level leader. But if people really knew what was going on behind closed doors, they probably wouldn't think that I'm that great. So this was the fraud frequency that started to come forward for me. And so the reason why I stopped teaching about money was because conceptually I understood money and I, and I have, I have done an extensive amount of work to shift my beliefs around money at a very, but at a very deep level, it feels out of integrity for me to sell a program when I don't feel like I'm in a place right now that feels empowering with my money. And so once I paused and really brought presence 
to this, to this like fraud frequency. And I really started to get super clear on like squeaky clean integrity in my business. I started to see this fraud frequency show up in other areas of my life that really started to trigger me. And I mean, it's like once you bring awareness to something and you start to observe all of the stories, it's like a domino effect. In your whole life, you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that this was here. But now that I do know that it's here, holy fuck, like this is changing everything. And I had a lot of moments, I'll be completely transparent, like I had moments of feeling deep guilt and shame for not knowing any better. I had moments of relief and rejoice being like, oh my God, I get to change this now that I have awareness of this. Like, oh my God, this is so freeing. So it was very polarizing to have both these experiences of deep pain and shame and guilt, but also like freedom and excitement and expansion. So once I brought awareness to this and I was, I paused and I got really present to this fraud frequency and I started to observe all the stories that came up with it. I started to see examples of where this showed up in other areas of my life that triggered me. For example, this idea of do as I say, not as I do. And this further like anchored in this idea of this fraud frequency of like, this was what was modeled for me growing up as a child. Like my father was very much a do as I say, not as I do kind of person. And so I really started to lose a lot of respect for my dad as I got older because I started to see that his words and his actions didn't align. And he liked to be a disciplinarian, but he wasn't a man of his word. And he wasn't embodying leadership. He was embodying this fraud frequency, right? Like it's so interesting. My dad was to everybody else, this amazing man, right? He put on this show of being a great father and being a great husband and being likable and being fun. And he probably was that in some way. But what we saw behind the scenes was someone who was numbing out with substance abuse, was wildly unpresent, was very manipulative, would gaslight and was displayed a lot of narcissistic tendencies and was very much not in alignment. Like his words and actions did not align. He to discipline through force and being loud and being scary and like, you know, just not a really well-rounded example of male leadership. And so this one thing, like once I brought awareness to the do as I say, not as I do, how I was embodying it, and where did that come from? Well, it came from my, I watched my dad do it. And I saw that his words and his actions didn't align. I then saw how I observed the stories of how this trickled over into my romantic partnerships, where my nervous system was calibrated to men who would say one thing and do another. Like their words and their actions didn't align. So little like eight-year-old version of me was like, this is what love feels like. But like, you know, 42-year-old version of me is like, this is some bullshit, but it's what my nervous system was calibrated to. So it wasn't until I like really paused and brought a lot of awareness to this and really dug into like, where did this come from? That I was able to start to create a new story. So like once I brought awareness to this one thread, I saw how it was just woven into the fabric of my life and what I was personally choosing. So personal power and self-leadership and embodiment is recognizing, oh, I'm here in this, but now I get to choose something differently. And 
if you like knowing is not enough because you can know it, but if you don't do anything about it, then you are perpetuating the problem. You have to be willing to do the work necessary to hold yourself accountable. Be in integrity with your word. If you don't want to feel like a fraud, stop living in the fraud frequency, right? So now the new standard and story that I embody, the new story that I welcomed in, the new standard that I embody is that I do not accept anything in my life other than words and actions aligning from my friends and from my romantic partnerships. And I'm really, really happy to say that for the most part, this is very congruent. In my romantic partnerships, it's been one of the most challenging things for me to hold the standard for because it's such an old program that was built in at such a young age because it's what was modeled for me. However, Yes, the new standard that I get to welcome into my life is that I don't accept anything less other than words and actions aligning. However, the real personal power, the real embodiment piece of this comes where I too must be in alignment and integrity with my words and my actions aligning, like above all else, because I will continue if I if I do not embody words and actions aligning, I will continue to attract other people in my life whose words and actions don't align. If I'm going to set the standard for someone else's words and actions to align, then my words and actions must align in every single aspect of my life. And so when I began to hold myself to that standard, it has become so much easier to hold everyone else to that standard as well. It's just, it's not a negotiation or an argument. It's just very black and white. So because on an energetic level or on a quantum level, we attract what we are, then if we are attracting clients who default on payments, if we are attracting women who are gossipy and flaky, if we are attracting men who are acting one way and speaking another, it's an opportunity for us to look at not only what are we willing to accept and what are the ways in which we are self-abandoning ourselves and people-pleasing, but more importantly, how are we also doing the exact same thing? So literally all of it rises and falls on this framework of personal power that I have walked myself through time and time again. I'm if you're if you're not new here, you've probably heard this a few times because the enrollment for the Embody Mastermind is currently open. And this this is these are the types of transformations. I'm talking like radical life-changing transformations that will unlock so much freedom, so much self-awareness, so much personal power, so much leadership, so much expansion in your life that your mind is literally blown. Like even just recording this podcast and even going through this process of like going back in my life and the timelines and looking at the big things that I've shifted through, like I'm so mind blown at this work. And my intention is to deliver it to you in a way that you get to wake up six months from now and be so mind blown at how radically different your life is that you can't even remember what life was like beforehand. And that, you know, when you are faced with another situation where maybe it's like me, you're in a dating scenario and you encounter a man whose words and actions don't align, you don't stay in that story. You set a standard and you actually execute on the boundary because you've embodied a woman who does not accept words and actions not aligning in her life because that's how you lead yourself 
And that's the expectation from others. Like, what would that feel like? Right. So the Embody Mastermind, it's a six-month container. We're going to walk through the framework for personal power, which is to pause and bring presence to what's going on in our life. Like what's lighting you up? What's causing you stress? Like what is really here? Like I shared in this story today about the fraud frequency and why I don't talk about money anymore. We're going to observe the stories. What are the rules that you're playing by? Where did this fraud frequency come from? Where did this pattern come from? What was the very first experience that we had? And nine times out of 10, it's a belief that was given to you that doesn't even belong to you. But for some reason, you just took it on as truth. And then from there, we're going to welcome in a new story. What is the new version of you going to do? What is that version of you that is free, that is powerful, that is self-led, that is embodied, that is happy, that is joyful? The version of you that gets to have everything that she wants. What are the stories? What are the beliefs? What are the actions? What are the habits? What are the ways in which she lives in her life? What is the standard that she sets for herself? And then we do the real work, which is the embodiment piece. We start taking our words and our actions and they align and we start to embody this new version of us. And I'm going to tell you, it gets messy. And that's why we're doing this in a group container so that you have the support, so that you have the accountability. You're walking with sisters that are doing this with you. So you don't go back to old habits. So you don't doubt yourself. So you don't you know, fall into victimhood or fear. And then the last component is to release and rejoice. And the release is all about forgiveness. I forgive my father. He didn't know better. You know, I forgive the ex-boyfriend. He didn't know better. I forgive myself. I didn't know better. Everyone was just doing the best they could with the tools that they had. And forgiveness is not about, you know, letting the other person off the hook. It's about you not allowing them to have power over you anymore. And we rejoice, we celebrate, we celebrate the new version of us, we celebrate the wins, we celebrate the small moments, we celebrate the big moments of self-awareness and personal power and self-leadership. So what this container is going to look like, we start mid-January, we are going to meet three times a month on Zoom. Once a month, we're going to walk through the knowing where I will teach you one step of this framework. So you're going to come and understand what does it mean to pause? Like, why do we need to pause and bring presence to what's here? What are the tools to do that? Then we're going to drop into the doing. I'm going to be bringing experts in on um, somatic therapy to do embodiment practices. We're going to do breath work. We're going to do meditation. We're going to do inner child work. We're going to do all kinds of different embodiment practices to help you take what you're learning and actually anchor it into the body so that you have harmony between your thinking mind and your feeling body. And then the last call of every single month is an open coaching call where you can come on and really anchor in the transformation into the doing where you can take everything that you're learning, implement it in your life, get hot seat coaching from me, ask questions so that you really move the needle down the road. So this is the framework for our six months together. And then in month six in June, the thing that I'm like most excited about is our retreat. We're going to meet together in California. We're going to rent a bougie Airbnb and we're going to hug in real life and we're going to celebrate our success together. We're going to rejoice together because we are walking together through this process. Like your life will completely transform in these six months and the relationships that you are going to build with the women that are walking through this transformation with you will be like, and unlike any other relationships that you've ever had, like some of 
my most beloved relationships with women that I can be myself with 100% that I know love me, I've met through containers like this. And so anchoring in this experience with our retreat in California to me feels like the icing on the cake to really just solidify what we've gone through. So clearly I'm excited about this. Clearly, I am so honored to be welcoming in the women that are going to say yes. And I know without a shadow of a doubt that this framework works. Like it has radically changed my life in so many ways. It continues to change my life. I continue to bring myself back to it time and time again. And I, I see that for you. I desire that for you. I intend that for you. So the next step is for you to apply. So you can go to the link in the show notes for instructions on how to apply, or you can send me a DM. I'm at the Melissa Martin on Instagram. Just send me a DM and you can apply. We will hop on a zoom call. We will walk through this whole process of where you're at in life right now. What is causing you the most pain? What would solving that problem allow you to do? And is the embody mastermind the place for you? And then we can get you signed up. I love you. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to welcome you into this container. And until the next episode, live your boldly courageous life. Bye guys. Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It's truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to step fully into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be so incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes to leave me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life. Bye.